I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Yo, it's your boy, Guzma, and it's time to break down the deck of the episode. And now... Coming to you live from atop the Goldenrod City Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle TCG Cast! Hello, hello everyone and welcome to episode 59 of the Puckle TCG Cast. I am your host, Lord Yashiro, and of course, Puckle stands for Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name our fearless leader Thatch came up with, and we're just running with it. Today, guys, I have another review episode in line for you guys. It's going to be exciting, or is it? We don't know. That's the purpose of this episode, to find out whether or not it is a good set or not. And, of course, I'm not going to be here for an hour and a half just talking to myself. No, 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 no. I have with me two great hosts, which I'll... Introduce right now. First, some say that he didn't cheat death. He wins fair and square. It's R Sigma. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't joke too much about cheating with the rumors going around, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> and for, uh, for his first ever TCG cast episode, I want to introduce you guys Gladly too. Some say, actually, he died four years ago, but the Green Reaper can't get up the courage to tell him. It's Dr. Shamu. Oh, I, I always feel dead. That's fine. <laughs> I'm There's <dead>. no difference. <laughs> I'm dead inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How are you guys doing? Okay. okay. Enjoying the oh, new not, format. Not bad. Yeah, how's uh, 2019 season treating you guys? Mm-hmm. Psychic mm. decks are good, so I'm happy. <laughs> True. Psychic deck have made a... But we can thank Malamar for that, mostly. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, <laughs> thanks for them to coming back. But the rotation really did help them uh, to uh, give that little oomph that they needed to be actual good decks right now. So here's to that. What about you, Shimu? Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome yeah. to TCG Cast. Uh, I've always wanted to have you here. I'm glad to finally include you as one of our co-hosts. So thank you for being yeah. here. And uh, no tell problem. me, what do you like, since this is your first episode, tell me, what is the thing that you like most of the, the TCG Cast? What got you into it? And what are you playing right now? Um, Really, like, with TCG or TCG Cast? Sorry, I meant TCG. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm not making that sure. Self-serve. <laughs> I'm not um, Thatch. 
<laughs> oh boy. Um, no, but really, I just like the random decks. Just make it something fun, unique, or Koryo's done. Nudge, <laughs> nudge. Yep. Um, but right now, um, right now I'm playing Caesar, Caesar and uh, Kingdra, nice. messing around with those two. Right, we'll Caesar won't be able to do much else with until was it, I don't know if it's Lost Thunder or I think it's Lost Thunder. We get the baby one, yeah. but. I'm fooling around with Kingdra now, because that's really... I think it's solid. It is solid, and I played that against that on yeah. the last stream, and you kicked my butt. Uh, and I was... got unlucky that match. Because <laughs> I had... What was it? Baby Kingdra and Kingdra GX and Quagsire all prized. Oh, wow, yeah. And I was just... It was just one of those... Got lucky. Yeah, I know. You definitely played a great game. Um, and, and we'll definitely get into Kingdra right now. Yes, we will. Uh, of course, you guys have uh, you heard me in the introduction. We have today the Dragon Majesty set, and of course, this is all about dragons. A brand new set that is coming out, and we're here to discuss it. So, let's go ahead and skip over everything else and start with Topical Beach, the Dragon Majesty review. Grab your ice cold Corsola Cola and pull up a chair. It's time for Tropical Beach. And here we are. Do you feel the sun in your eyes, the sand under your feet, and the wind in your face? It is Topical Beach. We're going to discuss today Dragon Majesty, the set review. Uh, and this is an interesting set. Uh, of course, I say that with every single set that comes out. Uh, but this one is one that we've been waiting for for a while. And, and mainly because Dragon, for the longest time, has been the weakest link. Or one of the weakest link in the TCG. Uh, it has never, since it lost Dragon, uh, Double Dragon Energy, including, in fact, even when it Dragon, uh, Double Dragon Energy was a thing, they never really, a, a really good big Dragon deck was never, never emerged. They have a, a various disadvantage, they're weak, mostly weak against the new type and popular type of fairy, just like the video games, and nothing is weak against Dragon, um, except Dragon. Some dragons, so it's old it's, dragons. Yeah, old yeah, dragons. Yeah, old ones. It was before fairy became a thing, really. So and... you have really technically powerful dragon types that really can't take advantage of the double hit, double damage, uh, thanks to the weakness. And then to top it all off, they usually have weird energy requirements, usually needing more than two types, as in you know two types and colorless and so forth. So they're really difficult to make decks around them. So dragons have have their ups and downs since they've been introduced but now we have dragon majesty and that's what we're gonna judge today whether or not dragon majesty actually brings majesty to the dragon type in the tcg so let's go ahead and just start with the trainers real quick and it should be really fun so we changed the format a little bit guys for you for today's uh show um we are still gonna super uh, rate them by super effective effective or not very effective uh, however, we are going to jump around through the set. We decided to each one of us pick the cards uh, that we most want to discuss instead of going uh, by order. So with that being said, we're going to start with the ones that we really didn't want to discuss. But we have to because it wouldn't be fair for you guys. So let's go ahead and just start with that. And I'll start. And that is with Dragon Talon. Straight off the bat, we have a trainer item called Dragon Talon. It's a tool. What does it do? Well, if the dragon Pokemon this Pokemon uh, tool is attached to, 
is your active Pokemon and is damaged by an opponent's attack, put three damage counters on the attacking Pokemon. Uh, this is basically it. What do you guys think uh, about this one item? Uh, go for uh, uh, Sigma. Uh, I don't like it at all. Yeah. Three, three damage is not enough for me to want it. Uh, you could probably do better running Pukamuku if you really want to do that. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Assume the same thing with Yushimu. Yeah, it's just if we have certain things come out, it'd be a fun gimmick, but it's just the only really Pokemon that would even be a fun gimmick is Drudigan, and it just doesn't take a hit. Yeah, it doesn't have it's the like, it, to withhold it. No, it's got, what, 110 or something like that? And it's yeah. Just, yeah. If it if it was like a Drudigan GX with that thing, like with the uh, damage counter ability and just this, maybe you have a bit more HP to play around with, but with, with just what we have, it's not good. Yeah, not good at all. So not very effective across the board for talent, uh, Dragon Talon. Move on to the next one. We got Fiery Flint. Uh, Sigma, take this away. Fiery Flint is an item card. Discard two cards from your hand in order to play this card. Search your deck for up to four fire energy. Reveal them and put them into your hand. Then shuffle your deck. You may play as many item cards, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shemu, you can start on this one. Um, I think it's really... It, Right, well, right now in standard, it's not good, but as this card goes, this is a powerful card. Pitching two, four fire energy, it's just, that's just a good amount to have in your hand. Plus, with expanded, this is better with Volcanion there, because you get four energy to power up your Volcanion fire attackers with Volcanion EX. Yeah, it's that's just, a good point. Uh, I, go ahead. It's, it's just not really good in standard right now. It doesn't, and, and if you're going to play something to... This doesn't have really help you accelerate, because you can't play these cards uh, down. You just have them in your hand. Um, so it doesn't beat Kiawe, although it is an item card and not a supporter. Kiawe gets four energies from your uh, deck, and you put them down to your Pokemon that turn. Granted, you lose your turn, but you're already powered up, so you want to do that turn one Kiawe. Yeah. Um, I don't see how this plays in any way, unless we see a Pokemon that is basically a Magnezone, uh that allows you to drop fire energy. I just, so, I just remember something, because we don't have it yet, but we are getting the Heat Factory Prism, mm-hmm. which, I, I essentially, it's like Scorched Earth, so you pitch one, you pitch one fire... And I think you draw three. It's two or three. Okay. I want to say it's better than Scorched Earth. It's better than Scorched Earth. Because it's I a prism card. Three. It has to be. Yeah. So if if we're doing math here, it would be decent to Dexon with this and that. Because you're essentially ditching a total of four cards, including the item. And then an energy. To mm. be taking three energy out and also drawing three. So essentially you're discarding four to get six out of your deck. Which... That's not, it's not the right wording for it, but it's not bad for deck thinning, but I don't know if you really want to be doing that. It can help you get to the, what you need. Yeah. Well, based on what we have right now, though, it, it really doesn't it, it, help. No, right. Yeah. No. So based okay. on, the, on those rulings, so we really can't do much about this. Uh, Sigma, anything that you want to add or you want to straight for your review? Uh, I mean, I'll probably throw it in a deck and expand it, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah. So not very effective or you want to leave it at effective? That's the real question, because it's not good right now, but you guys mentioned some cards that might make it... I'm going to say effective. So it yeah. sounds like an effective, and I know I'm broken the rules here, because we shouldn't take into consideration future cards, but what you just explained really does make the card viable. So for now, let's go ahead and do it effective. We really, I really yep. have to sit down and discuss these review uh, rules. 
uh, to have them a little bit more set. But enough about that. Let's continue on to the next trainer card. Take it away, uh, Shimu. Uh, we have Switch Buoy. It's another item card, and it says switch your active water Pokemon with one of your benched Pokemon, and then heal 30 damage from the Pokemon you moved on to your bench. Um, why? <laughs> um, it's fine. It's it's a switch with an extra heal. Uh, yeah. If, if you're gonna play, yeah, if you're gonna play uh, a switch on a water po- on a water deck, use this instead. It's the best mm-hmm. I can tell you. Um, other than that, I don't know what you would play this at all. Um, so I'm gonna give it a not very effective because even if you can play yeah. it a one of and a in a water deck, what else can you do with it? I don't. And know. you'd have to be pretty much playing pure water too because if you have, for example, a Tapu Lele in your active, this doesn't work with it. Yeah. Because not it's not a water type. It's exactly. Like, so it has to be your it has to be an active water. Yep. Which kind of makes this even worse. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> so not very effective here across yeah. the board. And lastly, from the trainer cards here, it's the stadium. I'll take this one. It's called Wella Volcano Park. And it's a stadium. It says each player's burn Pokemon remains burned between turns, even if the coin flip is heads. So it's a perma it's a perma burn. Uh that is a stadium. Discuss. So, this is very situational, because you'd have to be essentially playing a burn deck. But there is a card we have, came out in Ultra Prism, and I think Forbidden Light too, because we got a type change for it, was the Infernape. Mm-hmm. Which, its attack is for two, two energy, either one fire fighting, depending on which type you play, and a colorless. Which does 50 damage, and it burns your opponent's Pokemon. But it also has an ability that changes the burn damage counter from 20 to 60. So essentially, you attack for the two color or for the two energy, without we'll say without a choice band or any other attack boosting. You do that, burn them. Your turn ends. They take a sixty, so that's one ten right there for two energy. Yeah. And if they can't retreat or heal it or evolve it or anything, that is another one. That's another sixty damage. Yeah. That's basically Which, what this stadium does. Uh, it yeah. guarantees you that coming back to you, your opponent's active Pokemon still is burned. Uh, as long as they don't do anything with it. Exo- exo- yeah, exo- uh, as long as they don't switch it out uh, uh, or evolve it or something. Um, yeah. I don't like it because it's a stadium and it can get rid of. I mean, it secures one extra turn of burn. But again, yeah. uh, we've had a lot of... The problem with special conditions right now is the fact that Guzma is a big thing. Um, switching around your Pokemon is pretty easy right now, and, and it's the one way to get rid of those special conditions, not to mention that most decks now are evolving as well, because Pokemon GXs are a thing, and they evolve. Um, so, keeping those special conditions onto your opponent's Pokemon, it's difficult. This makes it a little uh, easier, but it's still not reliable enough for me to say this merits any type of play. Yeah. What about you, Sigma? Uh, yeah, it, I'm just not a fan of status decks, so. Yeah. Don't, things let, are a, don't let Basque <laughs> catch you saying that. <laughs> I mean, I play uh, Dawn, Wings, Necrozma, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't care about statuses. <laughs> well, with that, uh, that's another not very effective for Well Volcano Park, I assume, unless uh, Shemu, you have a different rating for it. I, I'm gonna say not very effective, just because of the fact that it is very situational. It's not like it's not gonna be ran in every deck. I think yeah. it's good for the burn decks, of course, but that's about it. 
Yeah. The other one that I was thinking about is that uh, in Expanded, that Ninetales, that's... Uh, that based... Stadium of Fear, yep. whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. That one. Uh, but that's uh, that's still quite a gimmick for just yeah. making your opponent be bur- keep being burned. Um, and again, you can still go over it with a Switch, so... Yeah, it, 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 mm-hmm. it's very... You can play around it easily enough. It's just... Yeah. It's nice to get that extra guaranteed and... Exactly. So, with that being said, that means that we finally got those out of the way, so we can start in the juicy, very good ones, or at least we think they are. Well, uh, the supporters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the, the interesting supporter ones. So, let's go ahead, and this is where we start choosing our favorites, and I'm going to let Sigma start here. Go ahead, Cowboy. What's your supporter? So, we've got Zinnia here, and as a supporter, you can only play it one supporter per turn. You can only play this card if one of your opponent, one of your Pokemon was knocked out during your opponent's last turn. Attach up to two basic energy cards from your hand to one of your Dragon-type Pokemon. Hmm. That's it. I'm troubled <laughs> with this card. It... Don't blame you. <laughs> what was that? I said I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds good in theory. It allows you to maximize, uh, do some energy speed there, being able to put two energies uh, down in one turn, but a couple of problems I'm seeing with this. Number one, it's just basic energy, so no double colors energies, which is sad. It would have been awesome if you could have put a, two double colors energies and power up four attack something, basic colorless something. Um, you can't do that, and you have to do much like teammates. Uh, you have to wait till your opponent knocks one of your Pokemon, which is for team mix. It makes sense because team mix it's a basically it's two. Uh, computer search for those of you at home that don't remember computer search. That's the A space uh, A spec trainer that allow for discarding two cards from your hand allows you to search any card in your deck, and it's extremely powerful. Any deck that allows you to search anything in your deck, um, absolutely, and uh, in the sense anything as in whatever you want, uh, is incredibly powerful. For for team makes the fact that it, it allows you to search two cards in your deck. But at the cost of one of your Pokemon, your, your opponent needs to knock out your uh, your active in the turn before, it balances it out. I don't think that this is equally balanced. What about you, Shimu? Um, not, not really. Like, if we're going for, like, at least it's, like, allowing you to kind of reset your a new Pokemon, like, build it up real quick. But it's it's not really that good. It's just not. And we're back, guys. Sorry, you probably didn't notice, but we had to cut there because I'm having technical difficulties and my snowball microphone uh, died. So, yeah, that's always fun. <laughs> so, excuse the graininess while we get new equipment and replace the ones that we have. So, continue the podcast. And we were just talking about how bad Senia was. And I think our Sigma was about to jump in. Yeah. Okay, so when I first saw this card, I thought it was absolute garbage because of all the requirements it has on it. Like, you have to have a Pokemon be knocked out, you have to have two basic energies in your hand, and it has to go onto a Dragon-type Pokemon. And then they released Rayquaza, which is a deck that runs 14 energy. So getting two basics in your hand isn't that hard to have as a requirement. So that's about the only place I see this scene play in. And you might be right. The situation that I find with Rayquaza is that you, and the situation that I find with this card in general is the fact that you have to wait for one of your uh, your Pokemon to die in order to be able to play it, and that is an issue because if you're attaching energies, you're setting up, and you don't want any restrictions on when you're trying to set up a Pokemon. So 
that in itself, I feel, is a great clutch for this Pokemon, for this tra- uh, supporter to actually be of real, any real use. So it's a not very effective for me. What about okay. you, Shimu? I would say not very effective, but there is actually synergy between it and Fiery Flint. Now that I, I just look mm-hmm. at that. Because that'll get you the energy required for Zinnia. Yeah. Nothing is good combo. Like, it'll work, but I don't really recommend doing that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What about you, Sigma? Uh, yeah, it's too niche to be anything more than not very effective. There we go. First supporter of the set, not very effective. Let's move on to the next one, and this is, some say, the Dragon Prince. Lance Prism Star. Now, let's see what Lance brings to the table. Of course, you can only play one Prism Star per deck. We all know that. Uh, as long as one Prism Star with the same name. So you can have multiple Prism Stars as long as they're not called the same thing. Uh, and this one says the following. You can play, you can only play this card if one of your Pokemon was knocked out during your opponent's last turn. So you just, we're, I'm sensing a theme here. Search your deck for two Dragon Pokemon and put them on your bench. Then shuffle your deck. Yeah, Shemo, what do you think about this deck? Uh, it, it's a powerful card. Like, no doubt for that. Because any two dragon Pokemon from your deck. It's mm-hmm. not saying from your discard or anything, but the knockout claws and the fact that it is a prism star. You like at least with Zinio, you can have four of them in your deck. So it's like you're not gonna you're not gonna run to that point where, oh my Pokemon's knocked out. Oh, I don't have my Lance. Yeah. Or I don't or I don't have Zinio for that case, but like it's powerful, it's got a limit, and then another limit. It just, it just doesn't... It's limited too much, I think. Yeah, the, the, the real jewel of this card lies in the fact that it's search your deck for two Dragon Pokemon, doesn't specify yeah. basic, doesn't specify anything, and then put them on your bench, which means that you can grab a Dragon Stage 2 and put it on your bench, which in and itself is amazing. Uh, but yeah. again, it's a Prism Star, number one, and number two, you have to wait for one of your opponent's uh, for one, for your opponent to actually knock out one of your Pokemon. Now, granted, I believe that the the requirement for this one versus the actual effect is way better than Senia. Um, yeah, actually, yeah. searching stage twos and putting them on your bench is way better than just attaching two extra basic energies on your bench. Um, however, the Prism Star means that you really can't guarantee that this card will be available every time you play. Thus, it's not like. Uh, Archie's um, Ace in the Hole. Ace in the Hole was it? Archie's Ace in the Hole. Yeah, yeah. Archie's yeah. Ace in the Hole. Uh, and Maxi's uh, uh, Pinball tri- Trick. Hidden yeah. Ball Trick. Hidden Ball Trick, which basically is if it was your last supporter in your hand and you played it, you could draw five cards and you can play any uh, either Fighting for um, Maxi or a Water for Archie, any Water or Fighting Pokemon on your discard pile and put it on your bench. Same thing, even if it's a stage two. No requirements for its pre-evolution to be on the bench to play it. Powerful, powerful. But, is it viable? What about what do you think, Sigma? Sigma? Uh, I think it's a very strong effect. Especially if you're playing it, trying to play a stage two dragon-type deck, like a Dragonite or something. Uh, and it's not like it's hard to get a Pokemon KO'd, and you, Lele is in the format. Yeah. So, I don't think it's horrible. It's not amazing. Yeah, I think, yeah, the problem lies with that you only have one. So if it's in your prize cards, it's difficult to get out of there. Either you're going to have to play um, a Gideon and take it out of your prize cards. So that immediately letting your opponent know that you're using Gideon to get that card 
So I don't know. I still like it though. It's powerful. I'm gonna give it an effective. What about you, Shimu? I'm gonna agree, just in case we don't know what other dragons we may or may not get. Yeah. And it mm-hmm. could come to the point where, hey, this actually really works in this deck. And it, it is a strong card. And I, honestly, like, it comes down to the point, too, where just in that power alone, I think it's effective at least. Yeah. And Sigma. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with effective as well. Maybe you... I don't see this being something where you just say, I'm going to go to Altaria and add 40 power to my attackers. But maybe that's something you do with it. So, yeah, effective. There we go. We got our first effective card of the set. That is the Prism Star Lens. So, guys... If you're going to play Dragon, you might need to consider this one. Now, we're going to move on to the last trainer of the episode, and it's Shamu's oh. turn. Which one are oh. you bringing in? We've got Blaine's Last Stand, and it has the claws like Archie's, um, Archie's Ace in the Hole and Maxi Pins and Ball Trick, where you can only play this card if it is the only card in your hand. And then for each of your Fire-type Pokemon in play, you draw two cards, and then the normal supporter, only one per turn. So this is interesting. Sigma, let's start with you. What do you think about uh, Blaine's Last Stand? You ha- What hurts is that you have to have four fire types for it to be better than a lily. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's kind of where I stand with it. Yeah. That's, actually, that might all be all I need to say. Also, getting it to be the last card in your hand can be kind of tricky, depending on how you set up your deck. Yeah. It's possible. There's a lot of decks... Uh, yeah, but decks that play, say, Archie's Hidden Ball Trick have to have a lot of cards yeah. that can't be stranded in their hand in order to work. So, yeah. it's rough. <laughs> yeah, you, it's, this is the type of card that you have to base the whole deck around it in order for it to work. The bla- the Rain Dance Blastoise Art Keldio deck work very well because you, you were basically were working around that. Um, using uh, Archie's Ace in a Hole and modifying your deck so you have a lot of discardable cards uh, available, that way increasing the chance that your Archie will be the last card in your hand um, and that takes a lot of preamp and a lot of work and a lot of planning and I don't know if Blaine's Last Stand actually is worth it and for drawing more cards and if you play really a Cynthia you at least have a guarantee of six cards being drawn, or if you're playing a, a Lilith, uh, and it's your first turn, you have a guarantee of eight cards being drawn, uh, up to eight cards, sorry. But right now, I just don't see real if this is really any good. What about you, Shimu? It's honestly, it's not good. Like, I, I'd i love it to be great, because it is a good effect, it's just the fact of the matter, too. Archie's yeah. hidden, or Archie's dates in the hole, those cards, they got you five, Plus any with any water fighting in the discard, mm-hmm. yeah. Not doesn't have to be basic. Doesn't have to be. It could be anything. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. and that on top of a plus five is way better than this. Especially yeah. comparing it to like a Lily or a Cynthia. Like, why why would you run this compared to that? Unless you need to get like those cards in your hand. And even then, if you need those in your hand, like, it's it's just it's not good. Yeah, it's not it, good. It's it's clumsy. It re- it has too much of a requirement, and the effect is really not that powerful. Not very effective for me for Blaine's last stand. Sigma. Yeah, it's not very effective. And Shimu. No, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. (laughs) So there you go, guys. That's the end of the trainers. What we got from the trainers was one effective all around. Other than that, not nothing to look in this deck in this set regarding trainer cards, which is pretty sad. Um, so 
let's just head for the actually main event and just start talking about these Pokemon and whether or not Dragon Majesty is as majestic as its name claims to be. Sigma, what's your first card that you want to discuss? Uh, I picked Reshiram GX because, well, we lost Volcanion, so <laughs> <laughs> let's look at the fire types we're getting. <laughs> so, like I was saying, Reshiram GX is a fire type with 180 HP, and it's basic. It's first attack for any colored energy. We have Flame Charge. Search your deck for two basic fire energy and attach them to this Pokemon, then shuffle your deck. Second attack for three fires and a colorless. Scorching Pillar, 110 damage, but it also burns your opponent's active Pokemon, so it's really 130 damage at least, so that's not too bad. And its GX attack is also three fires and a colorless per million GX. Does 180 damage, and you may attach up to five fire energy from your hand to your Pokemon in any way you'd like. And that's where uh, Fiery Flint comes in once more, a call back to that one. Um, yeah, but still. But it's a GX. <laughs> it's a GX attack. It's a lot of setup. <laughs> you're, you're investing a lot into the attack. Yeah. yeah. You really uh, are. Its weakness is water and retreat is too. So the reason I like this card is because its first attack really sets it up to attack on turn two. Just like yeah. all the other fire decks that use a Kiawe set up. But mm. unfortunately, you have to go second. So that's a little rough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, well, going second is a lot easier nowadays, mostly because everyone wants to start first. So if you hit heads, you'll choose to start second. If your opponent wins the flip, then you start second anyway. So it's not mm -hmm. that hard to start um, second place. Uh, I do like, I wish Flame Charge de de dealt some damage, even if even if it's just 20. Uh, the fact that mm -hmm. it doesn't cause any damage perturbs me, but again, we can't really ask one. This is a starting Pokemon, plain to see. Uh, but other than that, the 110 plus the burn is nice. It It's a nice, decent uh, attack, main attack for a GX, which will leave your opponent burn, which automatically obligates your, uh, your opponent to have to do something about that. Either switch, evolve, something, but he can't go on as nothing is going on because he will receive more damage coming up, and that's 150 coming towards you if he didn't switch, and 150 is enough to knock out most stage 2s, uh, except a few that are 160 um, or 170, but it's, uh, it's non-GXs, of course. Um, so it's a decent amount of damage that your opponent has to really think about really well. What about you, Shimu? What do you think? I think it's alright, because even then with that 110, you just need to po you need a Potown, and then you hit that, like, what, 170 mark, I think, because, uh, no, it'd be 160 still. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then after turn one, after they evolve, because I'd be doing 30 with Potown, then you do 110 plus 20. The issue is with, like, the burn's only, I think, guaranteed for 20, because after that they can heal. Yeah. yeah they can heal on that first heads. Yeah. And and not um, to mention that we have choice ban, so choice ban will definitely allow it. Yeah. To deal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On GXs, but um, to do it with that, you'd still hit like what one sixty without poke. Mm -hmm. If it's a basic GX, so yeah. It's, the, uh, it's not so bad. You don't, you don't quite KO a Lele, but you do get the one shot on Baby Buzzwall, which is a yeah. nice yeah. benchmark yeah, to hit definitely. right now. You hit that one thirty. Yeah, yeah one thirty is a nice basic, spot to hit that right now. Basic HP, I think. So. It's there not bad. Go. So let's go ahead and rate this card. What do you think, Shim? Let's start with you. I'm going to say effective. 
I would say effective well uh, as well. I like what it does. I I'm not a fan of that GX attack. I wouldn't. It doesn't even do in, uh, enough damage by itself. 180 for a GX attack. I feel it's kind of lackluster for today's uh, uh, standard. Uh, and the fact that Wait. you can attach what? Well, with the choice band, it one shots Zoroark. So true, I and, it can, and it can one shot and- Nine Tails as well with uh, uh with it. Um. Yeah, even without attaching the five fire energies, that's not a bad place to be. Yeah, I just I wish that the five energies you would be attaching would not be on your hand. It would be from yeah. your deck or your discard, or discard pile. Yeah, uh, the fact that it's from your hand just weakens it a little bit for me. Especially for that cost, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you have it, guys. Oh, wait, uh, you gave it a rating, Sigma? I am still ineffective with you guys. Ineffective, there we go. Over on Rushram GX, an effective card that you guys, if you're playing Fire, should definitely consider to play. Uh, it is a very good starter for a deck. Now, I'm gonna, it's gonna go next. I'm gonna go in this order. I kinda like it. So, since we're in the theme of Fire, I brought up a special little one that I particularly hate, but I'm gonna bring it up because it's interesting. And that's Charizard. Now, if I'm going to talk about Charizard in this set, I have to talk about Charmeleon uh, because it's an interesting little basic for air. I, I, basic in quotations. There's a chat member before. Um, now, let's start with Charmeleon. Charmeleon is a fire with a 80 HP, which is pretty standard for a stage one uh, that is going to evolve once more. Uh, and it has the ability Burning Spirit. Once you're in your turn, before you attack, you may play this card from your hand to evolve one of your Pokemon. You may discard the top five cards from your deck and attach any fire energies discarded this way to this Pokemon. It's same as Reshiram. It basically allows yourself to set... It helps you set itself up uh, when need be. It's attack uh, a flamethrower for 80 um, for two fire, one colorless, and then you discard energy, you're never going to use that attack. That's not the purpose of this Charmeleon. It is to accelerate Charizard. Now, if you're discarding five energy, uh, five cards from your deck to power up Charmeleon, you would hope that Charizard is that impressive to merit that. Let's, let's check that. Let's check up on that. Charizard stage two with 160 HP, which we mentioned is a little bit higher than the standard non-GX stage two, has the ability Resolute Flame. This Pokemon attacks do 30 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon for each Pokemon EX and GX your opponent has in play. So Charizard completely punishes your opponent for playing big cards. It's attack, Molten Blast, for 2 fire, 1 colorless, 130 damage, and it discards 1 energy only. It's a decent amount of damage. For a decent amount of um, payment for it, you only discard once. We all know we've played Charizard cards before. They tend to do minimum 2, discarding 2, or discard your whole, uh, all the energies. It's nice to have just 1. Weakness to water, resistance, none, and retreat cost of 2. I like this Charizard, which I'm surprised that I'm saying. Mostly because Resolute Flame, it is pretty powerful. Let's say your opponent's only playing Tapu Lele in its non-GX deck. It's already hitting for 160 damage. Um, That's not bad at all. That's not bad at all. So what is your th- uh, thought on it, Sigma? I like it. <laughs> I was really happy oh, seeing this set. Oh, good. I'm not <laughs> alone. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I like the Charmeleon more because it also makes Charizard GX playable as well. Oh, yes, that's true. Or any other 
Charizard that comes out because, you know, let's go. Pikachu and Eevee probably will get us another Charizard somewhere. Though so maybe it'll be a double team. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, the Charmeleon's nice to set up. You have to build your deck around it a little bit to make sure you hit those fire energy. Yeah. But it's a nice ability to have, and Charizard is a very strong attacker. And so. we must not, must, not, must not forget Mercargo, right? You have Mercargo, you play Mercargo, you search energies, and you put them on top. And then evolve it to Charmeleon, and you guarantee at least one energy being drawn that way. So I more want to use that to get the stuff that I don't want milled out of my deck to draw next turn if I'm going to use my cargo. But maybe that's just me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that end, too, you can always just use a Pokey now just to look at the top three and just choose. Like, you can either take an energy out of there, or you can just not take the energy and take a Pokemon and just move stuff around that we that way you at least know what the top like two cards of your deck are or top yeah. three before you use the before you use it and then mill like three guzmas and then just get screwed yeah yeah so but what about the charizard itself uh, but yeah charizard's fine <laughs> <laughs> you're just in love with that charmeleon okay oh, yeah. so what about you uh uh Sumu? what about that charizard initially i thought it was bad but that was because i misread the ability I didn't realize it was per GX or EX, which essentially, it, it just says, like, oh, for every Lele your opponent plays, you get an extra choice band on any everything. Yeah, basically. That's really what it comes down to. And just the fact, like, hey, your opponent's playing Buzzball, you throw a choice band on, you're automatically going to be hitting for 190. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, and then, it's just fantastic. It's just... And the math is perfect. The fact that the, yeah. the Molten Blast does 130 is perfect math with everything else. One GX yeah. on your opponent's uh, bench or active, and it's automatically 160. That knocks out even itself. You put a it choice ban. Yeah, yeah it, it, you put a choice ban on that baby. It's 190. It already is knocking out absolutely all uh, basic GXs. Um, and if your opponent's playing more than one GX, which nowadays is pretty likely, then you're already hitting uh, a little uh, Ninetales level of HP. So it does a lot of damage, and the requirement, it's not that bad. Two fire, one colorless, and you only get to discard one energy? So imagine being able to hit 190 every turn with just discarding one energy. You could just recuperate it on your next turn. Again, if you're playing Macargo, you're guaranteed you're going to have that extra energy uh, that next turn in order for Charizard to keep on attacking. It is pretty fantastic, I might say. I like it a lot. Uh, it's hard for me to admit that I like a Charizard card. So, it, in it itself, I love it. So, I'm going to give it a super effective on my end. What about you, Sigma? Uh, I'm just... I will give that Charmeleon super effective and that Charm- Charizard's getting ineffective. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about you, uh, uh, Shimu? I kind of want to agree with that, just because that Charmeleon does help the GX a lot, and that would actually, you might see GX in play a bit more. Like, the, the Charizard itself is fantastic, it's yeah. just that Charmeleon does a lot more in the long run. Well, there you go, we got uh, Charizard, Charmeleon, uh, one super effective for Charizard, two effectives, and three super effective for Charmeleon uh, on these Dragon, uh, po- well, Dragon wannabe Pokemons, I guess. So, there we go. We got, finally, two cards that are really good in this set. Um, of course, uh, the first one, Rich Ram, was actually decent. So, moving on to the next one, Shimu, I believe it's your turn. What did you bring for us? Um, I'm actually going with the, we'll go with the fire one first, just to get that type out. Um, 
We have Victini Prism Star. Oh. Fire with 90 HP. You've got the Prism Star Claws, so you can only use one in your deck. And for two fire energy, it has infinity, which is 20 times damage. And it does 20 times number of basic energy cards in your discard pile. Then shuffle those cards into your deck. It's got a weakness for... Oh, it's got a water weakness and one retreat cost. Yeah. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so what do you think about this card, uh, Shimu? It, it's bad. It, 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 <laughs> like, it, like, I don't... Like, the only thing I see is like, oh, you can use counter energy to fuel both of fire, but like, oh wait, you're running special energy to get basics back, and that's kind of, it, it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it is a difficult card to to really understand. Not understand, that's not the right word, I'm sorry. It's a difficult card to find where it's useful. Because I understand its premise. In fact, its premise yeah. is, it's kind of like uh, Prism Star Lunala and Prism Star Sogaleo which both have uh, single attacks that bring energy from the discard pile. The difference is that this, instead of just bringing those energies from the discard pile onto your bench, like Lunala, Prism Star, and Solgaleo does the, do, what it does is it deals a whole lot of damage, so you're capable of knocking out something with it, um, and then you recuperate all of those burned, as I call it, burned uh, fire energies that you just burned using your fire t- uh, fire attackers, because that's the, 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 the theme of a fire deck is that you keep burning your energies in order to deal massive damage. But then, and then all of them go back into your deck. So it's a way to recuperate all those energies. And, and honestly, it's a way of not preventing to deck out as well. So I can it's- understand its premise. What I really, really, really don't like is the fact that it requires two fire energies to, to do so. It, mm-hmm. it also comes down to the fact, too, you do the attack once, and then you're stuck. You're you stuck. Have two en- you have two energies, so you can at least retreat and keep one. But it's just, you do it once, and then you have to fuel that up again. And yeah. I don't, like, I don't personally know how many, how many energy fire decks run on basis, but, like, if they run, like, ten, I think yeah. they probably run more. But that's at maximum, that's 200 damage. No, actually, no, at maximum, that's uh, 160, because you're using two of those fire on Victini. Yeah. That's a what maximum I'm... of 160, which is not, re- not really a good number, unless you are got a choice band. Yeah. What about you, uh, uh, Sigma? Uh, I don't think this card was meant for us to play. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the story of this set is that it came out before Rotation in Japan, and Japan's old rotation had both Blacksmith in it and Volcanion in it. And oh. I think this card plays well with both of those cards. And it plays horribly with the cards we have right now. So, yeah, yeah I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It's I, not for us to play. <laughs> not right now. Yeah, it's just, it's too clunky. It requires two fire energies. Um, it's not going to survive one hit. So by the time you're playing Victini to bring your energies back, let's assume that it's already well deep into the game. That means that most of your energies are in the discard pile. You're dealing massive energies, but you're basically giving your opponent a 90 HP punching bag. Easy target in his next turn. And if you're that far in into the game, you really don't want to be giving away energy uh, prizes to your opponent. Um, so, uh, yeah, not very effective for me. Uh, Shimu. Not very effective. And Sigma. Yeah, it's garbage. Not very effective. <laughs> well, Sigma, please. What else does this set bring? Uh, I guess I'll finish off the fire types with by talking about Blaziken. Ah, aha, yeah. what does Blaziken do? 
Well, it is a fire type with 150 HP, as you would expect from a stage 2. And the important thing about this Blaziken is its ability, which is Firestarter. And what is Firestarter? It is Malamar's ability, but for fire type energy. That's interesting. <laughs> so once per turn, you get to put a fire energy from your discard pile onto a benched Pokemon. It's attack, fire and double colorless, fire stream, 90 damage, discard a fire energy card attached to this Pokemon, then do 20 damage to each of your opponent's benched Pokemon. Not a bad attack. Yeah, it's decent. It's good yeah, for we... spread damage, for sure. It, it, yeah, it is good for that. That actually hits some good numbers with the uh, GX. Yeah, it does. Uh, weak to water, no resistance, retreat to. So what Solid do you think? Stuff. What do you think, Shimu? I think if... Honestly, I... I, I it's, it's good, because with that Blaziken, too, it synergizes very well with its own GX. Yeah. For the fact that you're already... Pitching two fire energy for your main attack. And then this allows you to at least get one of those back if you only have one on the bench. And the fact is you're not really running extra cards to run this. Because you already got the whole line in your deck. Because it's Blaziken. It's going to evolve the same way, same shape and form. Mm-hmm. And it's just, with that attack too, it allows, for example, the 20 damage on the bench. That was its, uh, with Blaziken, it's 210. That's 230. At a choice band, that's knocking most things out. And that they have some other item or way that produce damage. And plus with a 90 plus Blaziken GX is just basic attack. That's what, 150 hits most base or most stage twos for knockout? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with whatever else you got too, if you can get some other chip damage in there, I don't try to think. I mean, yeah, and it's uh, its ability is it's clear as day that it's a great ability. We yeah. love it in Malamar. Uh, we loved it in Bronson back in the day. Or for metal, um, it, it, it's definitely good. And some of you at home might be thinking, yeah, but it's a stage two. Uh, and we know, and we've you've heard us talk before in the show, that it, using <coughs> stage twos in order for you to have uh, a, as a tech Pokemon, right? Because you wouldn't be attacking with this. This would be a tech Pokemon to have in your deck. It's kind of difficult. I do must remind you that, you know, we've been using tech stage two now for a while in the, in the, in the way of Vigabold and in the way of, um, of Magnusone. Uh, so it is completely debatable whether this actually merits to play and be able to use it yeah. and with its ability because, like we just mentioned on, on Charizard, although it would be a bad idea to have both Blaziken and Charizard in the same deck because that's evolutions galore. Uh, you only can have four rare candies, guys. Um, but, uh, you know, you could re- basically replenish your Charizard uh, every turn if you're able to switch around mm-hmm. uh, by using that place again. So I like it. I like it. I, indeed. I, I do want to make a point with that Magnazone and the uh, Vickavolt com- um, comment. The thing is, those each get you at least two energies plus, depending on what you have with Magnazone. Yeah. This mm-hmm. is only one. This is one for a stage two. Yeah. That's the issue. Like, if you're running a stage 2 deck, and you already have the rare candy, and they're like Charizard, then this card wouldn't be bad to run. But if you're running, like, a stage 1, or, like, or just a basic deck, this would be a bit more clunky, because you're, you've got all these other cards you don't really want for your main attacker. Yeah, yeah. they help you set up, but in the long run, you get two, you get two energy back per turn. That's two bench spots, compared to, like, a Magnazone, or... Another stage two that's getting you essentially as many as you need, or at least from the deck. I just... yeah, I kind of wish it was the Metagross GX effect where it goes onto the active instead. Yes, because that would have yeah. been amazing. 
Because your fire attackers are discarding energy as they attack, so that would be more helpful. You have to have one of the badges just switch back and forth, pretty much. Yeah, yeah and that's a pain without Bloodstone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so there you go. Let's go ahead and uh, I was gonna say blaze this up, but that's not what I meant. Uh, let's go ahead and review this. Shemu, what do you give Blaziken? I'm gonna give it an effective. It's still like it's still a good card. It's just it's hard to use it everywhere. Yep. Uh, I will give it an effective as well. What about you, Sigma? Yeah, I'm ineffective with it. There, there were things go. they could have done to make it super effective, but they did not do this. <laughs> Unfortunately. So there you go, guys. We've got an effective blaze again, which is a pretty good tech for fire decks. Now we're going to move on from fire onto water. And I'll take this one. And I'll talk, start with Lapras. Now Lapras is a pretty, pretty interesting card for me. And pretty sure that both Sigma and Shimu are asking themselves, why is Shishiro even talking about this Lapras? Now... Lapras is water with 120 HP, which is pretty good for a basic Pokemon on GX. And it has two attacks, but it's the main attack that I like is really the first one. Aqua Bullet for tw does 20 damage and then does 20 damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. It's fantastic. It's sniping attack that also does damage to your opponent. It is basically um, uh, uh, Buzzwalt's GX first attack. Minus 10, uh, uh, 10 uh, damage. Uh, it does a little less damage, but it's not a GX attack. It's second attack. Hydro Pump for three colorless. The 70 plus damage. This attack does 10 more damage for each water energy attached to this Pokemon. I, will don't, I don't really see this working. Uh, it's weakness to grass, resistance to none, and it's retreat of two. Why am I mentioning Lapras? It doesn't seem like it's all that good. Well, it's because I really like it for a particular deck and you guys are going to hate me. Greninja. Greninja. <laughs> <laughs> this has Greninja all over it. You can it's an actual Pokemon that you want to start every turn every game with if you're doing a Greninja deck. It will for one water make sure to start hitting your opponent and hitting your opponent's bench. So when those Frogadiers and those Greninja GXs start hitting the bench, you they are or he that your opponent already has a lot of damage on its side. Granted, if Lapras survived long enough to deal enough damage. So I just love it because of that. It's just a, it is the one of the cards that I've been waiting for, for you, for those of you at home and shameless plug uh, that follow me on stream, know that I've been tinkering with Greninja Break for a while, uh, not Greninja Break, sorry, uh, Greninja GX because I want it to be a thing. I'm trying to make that deck work and I think Lapras is a huge step forward, not saying that this will make Greninja playable, I'm just saying that it's a huge jump forward into the support Greninja needs to actually work so i like it what do you think uh let's start with you shimu it, it's good because even then like i'm thinking about that for for king drone that might not be bad to test around because a lot of water decks have kind of a hard start really mm -hmm. like it's just like you don't really have a good bulky wall because like right now i was just testing uh lapras gx because it's a huge hp wall that's at least can get you extra cards for your attack yeah and but this is not bad because also I'll talk about Kingdra in a little bit, but this is this is good with Kingdra too, and it it's does. just and it's like the seventh Pokemon with Hydro Pump we have. <laughs> yeah. What you about? Got... Oh, go ahead. Hmm? No, um, go, go ahead, Shamu. Shamu didn't finish his thought. That's oh, it's fine. It's fine. I'll, it's just we've got too many Pokemon with Hydro Pump. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> what about you, uh, Sigma? Uh, if it had 130 HP, I think I'd like it a lot more. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I prefer Glaceon. As a Probably. starter for Greninja? Yeah, I think so. Okay. 
I've tried. Uh, I've tried with Glaceon uh, GX as starter for use of uh, for you have a home. Of course, Glaceon uh, GX has the ability that blocks uh, all GX and EX abilities uh, from your opponent uh to be uh to be played. Uh the problem that I have with Galician as a starter with Greninja is the fact that it, it is as slow to attack as Greninja. You need uh, uh water and two colorless in mm-hmm. order to function and I find that that delay, yes I am stopping my opponent from playing abilities which is strong. He can't play Tapu Leles, you know, and, and you can get Glacia on turn one if you have uh if you play a water energy on that Eevee in turn one. Uh, however, the fact that you can't do anything, you can't attack, to me, it was the problem with Glaceon GX. Uh, I like Lapras because you are guaranteed to start doing damage ASAP. And, and and for me, because once you start putting down Frogadiers, you're just doing 20 damage. It's not, that, it's not that much. But if you already have put damage on your opponent, let's say if your opponent's still setting up, it still has those weak 50 uh, HP Soroas. Uh, on the bench, and you hit it with Lapras, you can knock it out on your next turn if you start evolving your Frogadiers. So I, in, ter- in terms of damage math, I really like Lapras over Glaceon GX. But that's just me. <laughs> and for that, <laughs> uh, I'll give it the Jishiro. Super effective with a lot of caution, guys. I really like this card only for one deck only. So I am extremely biased in this review. <laughs> uh, Sigma, what about you? What do you give it? Uh, yeah, since it gets one shot by Zoroworks, I'm going to give it a not very effective. There you go. And Shimu. Uh, I'm going to say not very effective. There you go. It, it, it's, a, it's a good tech, it's just not in all situations. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> so there you go, guys. Uh, Lapras got one super effective and two not very effective. And if I were you guys, I would listen to them and not me. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. Speaking of, you mentioned it already. I think you, oh. we know what you're going to talk about, uh, Shimu. Yes, we've got Kingdra GX. Water with 230 HP, stage 2. For one colorless, you have Hydro Pump again. 10 plus damage. It does 50 more damage for each water energy attached to this Pokemon. Uh, for one water, it's got Reverse Thrust. It does 30 damage, and it switched this Pokemon with one of your benched Pokemon. And then its GX attack for one water is Maelstrom GX. This attack does 40 damage to each of your opponent's Pokemon. Don't apply weakness or resistance for benched, and then the GX rule. Yeah. And it's weak to grass, and it's got a retreat of two. Okay, so discuss. Why do you like this card? Uh, for one, it's, it, with the Baby Kingdra we have, with the Brine and uh, Tornado Shot, for, just to go over that one real quick, it's 140, stage two. For a brine, it does 90 damage to any Pokemon that's got... Or does 90 damage to a Pokemon that has damage counters on it. Mm-hmm. And then Tornado Sus does, for one energy as well, 90 to your 90, then 30 to a benched, but then you discard a water energy. Mm-hmm. So essentially, you can have that doing some chip on the bench, as well as this Kingdra GX with Maelstrom dealing damage to everything on the bench. But they, they each soften up the uh the Pokemon for the other to come in and take the kill. Cause okay. Kingdra can use the GX to do forty, so then you can start sniping for ninety for one energy. And then the uh, the baby Kingdra can just do the ninety to the active, then thirty to other stuff to weaken it up for Kingdra GX to use Hydro Pump. Hard for damage. If you got like two energy, you're already doing one ten. Yeah. You got three, you're doing one sixty. You run the <laughs> uh super boost energy, 
and you've got the actual three stage twos right there. That's one entry counting for four. Yeah. Ooh. That's that's a very good card in this deck, just for that fact. It's a, essentially the free rainbow energy for your Kingdra. Nice. It's four oh. rainbow energies without the damage yeah. uh, 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 punishment. The damage to itself punishment, yeah. Twos. Yeah. Oh, I like it. I play. I, I mentioned that I played against this deck. It really did uh, kick my butt. It was an excellent deck. Um, it's first attack Hydro Pump. It just deals a lot of damage, and it, you're talking about we're talking about um, water, which has Aqua Patch, which allows you to grab those energies from your discard pile and attach them to your Grinch. Uh, it's an immediate power up for Hydro Pump. You got. Um, you got so many ways of actually powering up Kindra fast that it's just hard not to see how powerful it can become in such a little time. The fact that it only requires one energy to do all of its three attacks is perfection, and I love it. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's I love it. I love Kindra GX. What about you, Simon? Oh, go ahead, Shimon. I, I was going to mention it earlier, too. Um, all, the horse, all the horses either have a Hydra Pump, which is not really good it's 10 plus 10 or it's got <laughs> for one energy i don't know if they're both called flatter but essentially they have for one energy a snipe of either 10 or 20 mm-hmm. oh so essentially your horse your horsey could be sniping for damage on the bench by chip by chip at least placing those counters so your kingdra can come in and snipe for 90 <laughs> and even then worst case scenario you have Cedra that does hydro pump for 10 plus 20 Okay. So, like, worst case, you got two energy down it, you're doing 50, which is not good, but if it's weak, at least it's 100. Like, you at least have that damage coming in for that one energy cost. That's decent. That's pretty decent. What about you, Sigma? Uh, yeah, I like it. I forgot Super Boost Energy existed. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is kind of dumb with that. <laughs> yeah, it, it really is. So there you go. So I'm going to go ahead and give, uh, give it a super effective uh, Sigma. Yeah, I'll go super effective. I like it. Yep, and of course Shimu. Super effective, I'm biased. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, guys. Another The, full, the first, actually, full-flown super effective card of the set. <laughs> It is Kindra GX. It, it really does bring. Uh, it is the type of Pokemon card that you will base a deck around, and you will see Kindra GX decks coming out out of this set. So that is always good to see new decks being created and developed. Now we're gonna go ahead and take a small break here. We're gonna come back and finish out the review. It's such a small set that we don't require two episodes this time, but this is going to be a little bit longer uh, uh, on the long side. Uh, and once we come back, we continue with the Pokemon, and then we're gonna read a couple of your emails. So we'll be right back. Hey, Puckalonians, it's Sublime Manic. Can't get enough of your favorite flip-flopping podcast? Then check out our social media. You can find links to our Facebook, Twitter. Reddit, and YouTube, all from our website, PocoPodcast.com. And you can join our Discord to hang out with your favorite hosts and other Pocolonians. Also, check us out at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. And if you have an Amazon Prime account, consider subscribing to our Twitch channel. You can also check us out at YouTube at YouTube slash PucklePodcast. And we also have a Patreon if you're able to give anything at patreon.com slash PucklePodcast. And we are back to the Dragon majesty set review here at the tcg cast episode 39 we're going to continue on with our picks of our most interesting cards not necessarily the best cards 
we left off with Sigma. What's your next card? All right, this time I've got a twofer, and we're actually going to talk about dragons this time. Ooh, actually, dragon. why we're here. Okay. All right. So the first one I want to talk about is Little Altaria. It's a stage one to the Wallstrom Swablu, and it has an ability called Fight Song. Your dragon Pokemon do 20 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Its attack doesn't matter because that's all we're using it for. It's going to sit on the bench and boost your dragon's attack. <laughs> So retreat is one. That's probably the most relevant thing on it, because if it's seeing combat. The only thing that comes to mind with that ability is uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. No, that's, that's, that's not the fight song. <laughs> not today. <laughs> <laughs> or any day. Um, <laughs> uh, that's an excellent ability. This is basically a Deansi Prism Star, but on a stage one and not a Prism Star. Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, a reprint. Well, semi-reprint. There was an Altaria back in black and white that did very similar things. It has a different attack now, and it's weak to fairy now. <laughs> so, uh, I, I really like this Altaria. It is, its ability, is, it's just a known quantity, as they say. It's something that is established, and we know how good it is. So, Shamu. I think it's good, too. Because the fact, too, is like, unlike Deontay, it's not a Prism Star. So, you mm-hmm. can't just have one. You can run a 2-2 two, two line of this and do plus 40 and hit those numbers. Yep. Yeah. Or like it's I said, you another, can, it's another number to play around with and hit. You you could lance it out too. But. Exactly, yeah, if you want. Yeah. If you run a lance, you're like, oh, I'll use my lance and then my squabbles are just fodder to like for Ultra Ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. Uh, well, I, I think there's really not yeah, much I'm, other than going on. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. So then we also have Altaria GX in the set, which is a dragon with 200 HP. Also evolves from Swablu, who would have guessed. <laughs> but this card actually is pretty interesting. The first attack for a fairy in a colorless is Bright Tone. 50 damage. During your opponent's next turn, this Pokemon cannot be damaged by the attacks of your opponent's GX and EX Pokemon. Second attack, Water and a fairy color- and a colorless. Sonic Edge, 110 damage. This attack's damage is not affected by the effects on your opponent's active Pokemon. GX attack, very in a colorless, Euphoria GX. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now asleep. Heal all damage from all of your Pokemon in play. You can only use one GX per game. It gives two prizes on knockout. It's weak to fairy, and its retreat is one. There's so many cool things to love about this card individually, uh, but I've talked enough. Uh, Shamu, let's start with you. What do you think about Altaria GX? I think it's good i it's got good little effects on each of its attacks which do help like uh bright tone not being able to be damaged by opponent gx and ex a very good little tag on it for that damage and, and it's not also, your opponent defending pokemon so even if your opponent switches yeah. if he switches mm-hmm. into another gx or ex he still won't be able to damage you yep and then even sonic edge it's not effect damage isn't affected by effects of your opponent's active so essentially altaria gx can counter altaria gx <laughs> Sonic Edge goes through Bright Tone. Yeah, it does. Also, and, it and goes through Hoopa. Oh, go it goes through yes, the, the abilities. It go- you nothing will really wall you, except yep. I think for. Uh, oh uh, no! Actually, no, it won't no. The, no. I think about the charms because that goes still an effect. So that this one goes through all those charms. I'm pretty I sure. Think it does. 
Because this is attack damage, it isn't affected by effects on your opponent's active. Not from them, but on them. So from yeah. a supporter, trainer, anything. Mm-hmm. Though, it would be against a fairy in that case, which still isn't well, great. Well, it would be, be but, but in that case... Still, you can, you can still that. attack. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's GS attack is... Fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's nice. It's, it's at least the same energy cost as one of your attacks. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And the fact that still stage one with Altaria helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you can essentially count each of its attacks as either 70, 90, or like 130, 150. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see an Altaria deck actually like really. Maybe Altaria Disruption. Something mm-hmm. like that. Like, I like Crushing Hammer, Hands Hammer, whatever you want. I like it. I'm going to go ahead and review it. Uh, for a Baby Altaria, I'll give it a super effective. That ability is, like I said, we know it works. It's great to add more damage to your attacks. It's great. Dragons really do need it. This is an example. of This is the support that we are expecting Dragon Majesty to bring to the table. And at least we see it in both Altaria and Altaria GX. I really do like, uh, su- uh, I'll give it a super effective on the Altaria baby. I'm not 100% sure on Altaria's in terms of whether or not to make it a super effective because regardless of all its individual amazing, it doesn't have a really big hit. It doesn't have that boom attack that will one hit kill your opponent. Um, it only hits for just enough uh, on everything. So for that reason... Uh, I'll give it an effective because it really lacks that uh, extra power that you need to make it a main attacker. Uh, but other than that, it's still a great card, Altaria GX. So uh, go for you, Sigma. Uh, yeah, I'll follow you on a super effective for the baby and an effective for the regular. Right now, there are a lot of non-GX decks going around. So a lot of decks are already playing around this. So it's not the greatest ability on the first attack. So. But it's yeah, fun. and Shamu. I agree. Though the Altaria can get, you can build it up to numbers, but it's just like optimally. You're saying you've got two baby Altaria and a choice band against GXs. At that mm-hmm. point, it's hey. At that point, it's good. But the thing is, that's not going to be always good in every situation, like non GXs and such. Yeah. So you know what? Yeah. I, what that? What this might actually be make another card useful. Uh. So um. Oh my god, the Sand Shark. I forgot his name. Garchomp? Garchomp. So remember when we had the Dragon Garchomp that uses Cynthia? Uh, and people basically were ignoring that one because we knew that the fighting was coming come along and fighting had a lot more support. It had the fighting uh, strong energy yeah. and all of that. This actually does... Uh, I'm not saying play it, but this does go uh, and do a, a, a quick callback to that Garchomp because Garchomp with Altaria will actually now... Uh, uh, since it's a dragon, it will make a lot more sense, and it will deal a lot of damage. So there's that. Now that's a little extra thing at the end. Uh, I'm gonna move on to the next one here, and that'll be me. What I'm gonna choose? I'm gonna go with the dragon theme and go for everyone's favorite original dragon and only dragon, Dragonite GX. Dragonite GX is stage two with 250 HP, which is a powerhouse of HP. It's what you expect from a dragon stage 2 and has 3 attacks. It's first attack, Dragon Claw for 1 lightning does just basic 70 damage. It's second attack, Giga Impact for 200 damage just for 1 water, 1 lightning, and 2 colorless. If this Pokemon can attack during your opponent, uh, during your next turn. Uh, and 
the GX attack, Dragon Porter GX, which is three colorless, put three Dragon Pokemon from your discard pile onto your bench. Basically, uh, we already discussed this multiple times throughout this episode, Maxi sitting Baltric, so forth, etc., etc. You can put stage twos on your bench if you want to, as long as they're in your discard pile at the moment that you played Dragon Porter GX. And uh, Weakness to Fairy, Resistance None, and Retreat Cost of Three. Why do I like Dragonite GX? Well, mostly I like Dragonite GX because of Altaria, Baby Altaria. That Dragon Claw attack for one Lightning guarantees at least 70. If it has a choice band, it's 100 against the GX and the EX. If there's a Baby Altaria on your bench, that's 120. For just one Lightning, it's just not bad. But let's not discount as well that Giga Impact does 200 damage for possibly three energy sets, right? Because it's a double colorless energy plus a water and a lightning. Uh, the only downfall is that you won't be able to attack on your next turn. But we've already know that Guzma is a thing and you can switch around and it's possible to continue doing that attack if you're able to set up correctly. And Dragon Porter, it's a fine attack. Uh, GX, it, it's a good setup. Uh, you can use Dragon Porter GX to bring more Dragonite's GX from the discard pile onto your bench, for example, or maybe Altarius. It's not that bad. <laughs> I really like this Dra Dragonite GX, but I want to hear what you guys think about it. Uh, let's start with you, Shimu. I I don't think it's like I want to say it's good, but it does have some gimmick that you can make work, especially with that GX attack. Yeah. Because do that three dragon Pokemon, you can do like an Altaria, Altaria, and even the Thalamence, which we'll probably be mentioning later. Um, which it'd be at least give you some support. And if you get that Thalamence, you need to get free retreat. Oh no, you don't. Never mind. I'm sorry. No, I, you I, don't. I keep, <laughs> <laughs> I keep forgetting what that thing does. It all is still bad. <laughs> oh, never mind. Uh, at least you can get the uh, the two Altaria maybe, or in like a Dragonite, like, and if. You're running, you might be running Rainbow Energy with this, so at the very minimum, if you can't get a Guzma, you can just ace the roll it, and hopefully you have another one set up. Mm-hmm. Like, if God uses it, it can work. Yeah. It's just, I think there's better options for a deck like this. Okay, what about you, Sigma? Yeah, if I wanted a dragon that was doing 200 damage, that's a stage 2, I think I'd rather just play Garchomp. <laughs> yeah. It's just so expensive for Giga Impact. It is, although again, it's three placements, not just uh, not just four. <laughs> you do have to put a double colorless energy down there. I, yeah. I don't know. I kind of like the math. I like that it has a lot of HP on it. I like that it has a great of uh, uh, attack in GX to putting more Pokemon on your bench. I, well, I I see some use to it. Well, the thing is, Dragonite I think used to be a Grass Lightning Dragon. Yeah, it used to be. And then Rayquaza came along, so they changed it. Yeah. <laughs> and Grass Lightning has support, and Water Lightning doesn't. So yeah. <laughs> There it is. So I'm going to give it an effective, because I like it. What about you guys? I suspect you guys are not going to think the same. No, not very effective. No, I'm going to say not very effective as well. Though I just think of something, which I'll, I'll get into a little bit later, because it covers other cards we're talking about. Okay, there you go. Dragonite, sorry, my man. I, I, I vouched for you. I tried to, but you just didn't make the cut. Let's continue on to the next one. Uh, Shamu, what's your next choice? All right, I'm going to... Uh, I'll break the dragon streak. We're going to talk about Quagsire. <laughs> Water type with 120 HP, stage 1. 
It's got the uh, it's got a triple colorless attack. Hydro pump, 60 plus damage. Is at 60 plus 20 for each water and energy attached. Uh, weak to grasp retreat too. But the main thing with this card is its ability, washout. So as often as you like during your turn before your attack, you may move a water energy for one of your bench Pokemon to your active. For interesting. This is fantastic. It is just fantastic. Because even with Dragonite, hey, you could just run Aquapatch in a water deck yep. and just slap your water, your all your Aquapatches onto your bench and then just like then swap it <laughs> to your there you go, here's three energy Dragonite, give you a rainbow, there you go, here's two hundred. Yeah. <laughs> like and then even then, I I play this with Kingdra. This thing is fantastic with Kingdra, and because it allows you to move around those single energies, because like you only really need one energy for Kingdra to do something, and you can essentially just take it off your Kingdra that have been damaged, and then just max potion it. Mm. Or even if you do max, even if you do use the max potion, that's one energy, as long as you haven't set it up completely. And if you have set it up, you can just bring it to your new active. Including the super boost energy, as long as it's on a stage two currently, because on a stage two it still counts as the water. On a stage one or anything else, it's not. Yeah. Mm. So you can still move that around if you really want, which is fantastic. Yeah, it, it really is a, a fantastic ability. Um, uh, we saw this in uh, Aromatis in the fairy side. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think that was quite the same. I've been once per turn. Wasn't that moved wherever you wanted it? Mm, oh, true, yeah. true. And that, yeah. yes. Uh, yeah, but most... Name, like Lunala GX says. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Lunala GX is a better uh, analog for this. Um, it, it, it's just great. And the fact that water does have Aqua Patch, as Shimu described, it's just more support to allow <laughs> you to grab those energies from this card pile and move them around as you like. Um, I, I yeah, I definitely like this card a lot. Uh, what about you, Sigma? Yeah, I think it's a nice tech to have in the format. There you go. I'm gonna give it a super effective. Uh, I'm just effective with it, but it does okay. what it does. <laughs> and Shimu, I'm also gonna say super effective because like even then you always, you still have a solid attack for attack. If yeah. You're running water, like true. As long as you got three energy on it, you're doing you're essentially doing what twenty less than Swampert. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely a, a fantastic card. So there you go, guys. Quagsire, two super effective, one effective. So go ahead and grab your play set of these, because if you're playing water, you might consider playing Quagsire. Now moving back to Sigma. Take it home. All right. Well, this one's not as exciting. And we've already <laughs> <laughs> we've called it out a couple times for about how bad it is. Yes. So we have Solomon's GX. It's a dragon with 250 HP. Signaling, yes, it is a stage two. It has an ability, Dragon Lift. The retreat cost of each of your Pokemon, excluding Ooh. Pokemon GX and Pokemon GX, is zero. Why? <laughs> it makes no sense. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't see why that would be broken. Uh, its attack is for a fire, water, and double colorless. Bright Flame, 200 damage, discard 2 energy from this Pokemon. GX attack, fire in a double colorless, Flame Jet GX. This stack does 120 damage to one of your opponent's Pokemon. Don't apply weakness and resistance to your benched Pokemon. One GX attack per game, gives up 2 prizes, weak to fairy, retreat to student. Nothing in this card is good. 
No. Uh, retreat costs, but not including your Pokemon EX and your Red. So it doesn't even give itself zero retreat. So why? And then Bright Flame does 200 damage, which is decent, but you discard two energies. Again, there's cards that do that amount of damage and does not require you to discard that many uh, energies. Specifically, especially since this is a dragon, which means that you have you need different types of energy. So what are you going to discard every turn? And then third, but certainly not least, it's the Flame Jet GX. Greninja <laughs> GX does this better. <laughs> it, it, same amount of energies deals one, 10 more damage and you can snipe anything in your uh, opponents for 130 instead of 120. Nothing this card does is actually good. I I, I, I don't like it. It's just horrible. Shamu. Why are we talking about this? Uh, <laughs> like, honestly, I'd rather play how. <laughs> I'd rather play how. Like, uh, this is on that tier of draw three. It's just, it, it does nothing good. It's just bad. No. It's not very effective for me. Yeah, it's not very effective. It, yeah, it's period. worse than... There's a small place where I see it. And that In is, hell! <laughs> <laughs> It's the only way. It's the only place I can see it is in hell. Um, in where you don't really want to play it out without playing a lance. But that means you're also playing a lance and yeah. no other EX or GX Pokemon to, apart from Tapu Lele. So things are still going to get stuck in the active. So that just seems bad. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, card. at least if it, if it was the ability, if it was for zero retreat cost on all of your Pokemon, no restrictions... You can mm -hmm. see it played as a one-off on a Dragonite deck just to put it on the discard pile so you can just bring it back with Dragon Porter and just have that tech on your on your bench so you can move around your dragons however you want. But it's mm -hmm. not even worth it for that because it doesn't allow you to even do that. Well, so the thing it's... is, I think we used to have a Hydreigon EX card that did give just all your dragons free retreat. And yeah. Like, that wasn't that broken. No. Why couldn't I, we have that back? I don't know. I do not know. Now, now, keeping the theme of weird cards that why this was done, I'm going to go next with Gyarados. And I've been scratching my head on this one ever since this set came out. Because um, it's weird. I, I just, I'm trying to think in my mind all the possible ways where this that, this card is out. Aha! Because this is the way you play it to be effective, but I haven't been able to come up with it. And that is Gyarados, 160 for stage 1, which is not bad at all. That's stage 2 territory. Um, pretty, pop, pretty hefty HP, and it has the ability, which is what really causes me a headache. Uh, ability Rife, I think that's how you pronounce that? Rith? Rith, yeah. Rith. Rith, yeah. yep. Uh, if this Pokemon is your active Pokemon and is damaged by your opponent's attack, put two damage counters on each of your bench Pokemon. So when it get hit, you do 20 damage on all of your own bench Pokemon. <laughs> Let that sink in while I talk about the attack. Its attack, <laughs> Wild Tail, does 160 damage, so it can knock itself out. And you may discard a Stadium card in play. And it costs two water, one colorless. It's weakness to lightning, resistance to none, retreat costs of a horrible four energies to retreat. Um, why does this card exist? Please enlighten me, guys. Sigma, let's start with you. 
I mean, 160 for three energy is not bad on a stage one. Actually, yeah, it's really good on a stage uh, one. It's, yeah. yeah. That's it's why there's a downside good. to this card, is because the attack is really efficient. But it is, every time it gets hit, your whole bench pays for it. I mean, there is a pay, you have to pay something to be able to play with a card this strong. True. I would have paid love. I would have loved to pay discard an energy from this Pokemon when you attack or something. But wow, it's just a lot of damage to go around. I mean, they hit you twice, and your bench already has forty damage across the board on all Pokemon's on it. I mean, Why would you want that? You KO most basic GX cards though with a choice band. Yeah, like, that is true. Like, if you hit Gyarados twice, you're already killing your Magic Carps on your bench. <laughs> that only <laughs> has true. 30 HP. Hopefully you evolve them before they die. <laughs> Shamu, what do you think? Like, it... <laughs> the attack is good. That's like that's the reason you play it, is just for that 160 damage for 3 energy. And you can make that work with other stuff, too. Like, I think... I don't remember how Lana works exactly. They don't have that energy attached to them, but like, even then, you throw a max potion, the damage movers, and a bunch of other fun stuff to make this work. But if I want to damage my bench, I'm just gonna play Titar. I'll just flip <laughs> a coin like 400 times and do 60 to everything. This would have been like, like I, I believe that the reason that they uh, rotated out Garbodor was for this card. Because if Garbodor was still in play in standard, it would have been a great tag team with Gyarados because you can eliminate its own ability. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you can eliminate its own ability and you're safe to go. You're hitting for 160 damage each turn for just two water, one colorless. Uh, awesome. But Garbodor oh, is no longer in the set. It's good and expanded, but it's not no longer in standard. So that ability is a clutch right now. Mm-hmm. You can actually play this with some fun stuff too, actually. What was it? <laughs> I just had it to tip my tongue and I forgot. Hmm. Dang it. Um, oh, you need to, like, counter energy with this, too, actually. So it's like a two energy attack. That's mm. true. Yeah. And that was with with Rise, you knock out your Magikarp, you keep the prize deficit. Hey! <laughs> hey! You're knocking out your Pokemon, keeping your counter energy live. There's, there's energy. Obviously, yeah. we start off with the, uh, elect <laughs> electric yeah, Electro GX. I <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's 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 something. So let's go ahead and review. I'm gonna give it a not very effective. Sorry, I can't see how this can be worth in standard play at this time. What about you, Shamu? Don't we have a magic card that has a bench barrier? Uh it just prevents damage from attacks. Oh, okay. Yeah, not very effective. <laughs> and Sigma. <laughs> Not very effective. Not very effective. There you go, guys. So we're going to end up with Shimu here with our last card of the set. Take it away, Shimu. We have White Kyurem GX. Dragon type, HP of 190. The basic. For one fire, you have Shred, 40 damage. This attack's damage is, is not affected by any effects on your opponent's po active Pokemon, like uh, Altaria's uh, second attack, Sonic Edge or something like that. So they have uh, whatever, it says nine tails or whatever, it will still go through. Yeah. For a fire, water, and a colorless, you have Enraged Blade. 80 plus damage. If this Pokemon has any damage counters on it, this attack does 80 more damage. There and you go, just play Gyarados before you play this. 
Or you just play Rainbow Energy. Yeah, that too. Bad joke. Bad joke. some fun stuff. It's GX attacks. Attack Dragon Nova GX is two fire, one water, one color, colorless. Does two hundred damage. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now burned and paralyzed. Got the standard GX attack and uh, GX rules as two prizes. Its weakness is Fairy, no resistance, retreat of three. Sigma. Oh no, it's uh, Shamu. What do you like this card? So Shred's always nice. That's a nice like a single energy attack. Sucks that it's a fire, not a colorless or anything. But at least being able to hit through other Barriers is nice. Enraged Blade, I think, is where the thing is shining right now. Because for you throw a Rainbow Energy on it, which most likely you're going to do anyways, it's got fire, water, colorless. It's going to probably have Rainbow Energy. So then you have essentially 160 right off the bat. You could also kind of combo this with the other, the Baby Zekrom and the Reshiram if you want. Not with, to mention Altaria, right? You have the baby Altaria, Altaria too. Yeah. That's 180. You have a choice ban on that bad boy plus Altaria. That's, that's yep. trading for 210. That's knocking out already Solarworks. Yeah. And if you want to do a netwine with the uh, Altaria, you can run the the Curum in this set. The reason I mentioned the baby Curum and the uh, baby Zekrum uh, and the Reshiram, they all have the outrage attack for a double for a double colorless. Hmm. So. You can play around with this and damage mover and whatever else you want to do to spread damage, and you can kind of just make stuff work with this and be hitting for multiple types. And it's not like I say it's great, but it is something you can fool around with, especially if this is something that requires damage counter. This can be soaking up all your damage, and then you just swap those counters off onto other things. It will open you up for things like spread, but that other extra type could help out in certain situations, especially with. Some of the things coming up that are weak to lightning, and we've got steel still on the rise with that's weak to fire. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go straight out with you and say that uh, I actually love this card because the fact that it can use rainbow energy itself means that it automatically, if you replace that rainbow energy for water, it means that this is comfortably played on a fire deck. Not that you want to, I'm just saying it's an option. You can. Yeah. Yeah, and just because you only need the only reason you will need to uh you don't need more than one water energy to make this work. So rainbow energy has you covered there. Um, it hits for a wonderful. We already know that um, Grandpa GX was an excellent GX when it came out, right? Uh, but mm-hmm. this outdoes uh Grandpa GX in both HP wise, right, and the fact that its other attacks are actually better as well. I like it a lot. Its first attack shred. 40 damage, again, it's a Voltaria, it's on your bench, it's 60 damage, it has Choice Band, that's 90 damage, and it's, sorry, Alolan Ninetales Hoopa cannot protect you from that, it is an automatic hit no matter what, in Rage Blade, we were just talking about it, 160, 180 if you have Altaria, 210 if you have a Choice Band on it, wonderful math right there, uh, it, it's guarantees to knock out even Stage 1 GXs, uh, and Dragon Nova is an excellent GX attack, honestly, it's 200 damage, which is a lot. Uh, although for a GX, maybe not as much as you want, but then you are also burning your opponent, which guarantees another 20 damage, and it paralyzes. So even if it survived those two things, it still won't be able to do anything unless your opponent re- retrieves it on the next turn. So overall, why cure him? Honestly, I- I'm liking the only thing I don't like. Uh, is the extra fire needed for that Dragon Nova GX? 
Mm-hmm. I wish it was the same amount as in Rage yeah. One and one of each instead of two fire and then one water, one colorless. That's the only downside I can see in this card. But other than that, I really like it all, including the HP, which is 10 more than regular uh, basic GXs. I like it. Sigma. Uh, yeah, I think it's just fine. I'm not... <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's still a dragon Pokemon, and they totally didn't print a fairy set that's coming out in Lost Thunder for us, <laughs> mm. <laughs> which is sad. It is sad. So what do we give this card? Simo, what do you give this uh, white hero MGX? I'm going to give it an effective. I'm going to give it an effective, even though I hyped it a lot, but Sigma did bring a great point at the end there. So <laughs> an effective for me and Sigma, I assume effective as well. Yeah, it's effective. There you go, guys. So that's the end of Majestic Dragon. We just reviewed the whole set for you guys. And now, of course, comes the end, which is our mini summary of what we think and our overall rating. Shemua, uh, I know this is your first review episode. So what we do at the end is that we give a little something, something explaining how we feel about this set and then give it a, a rating from 1 to 10. 10 of you to be in the best. Um, so let's start with Sigma first. Your overall feelings towards Majestic, uh, Dragon Majesty. Uh, well, it's a pretty small set, and the cards aren't terribly great. <laughs> yep. So, and also, like I said, they may have just printed a fairy set soon after this one that we're getting in, like, two months. So, can't be too high on it. Uh, I'm gonna go with a four. Yeah, I'm in the same camp as you, actually. Four out of ten. Um, it has a few gems in it. Kindra GX being the best of them all, in my opinion. Um, the rest, if it's not even okay, they're just scraping by. Uh, again, we thought maybe this will bring honor to the dragons in Pokemon trading card game. Unfortunately, it just missed it out by that much. Of course, Altaria, baby Altaria is a great addition, but by itself, it's just not enough to actually make Dragon Pokemons be as powerful as their video game counterparts. So, 4 out of 10. Uh, if you're really not in that much into Dragon Pokemon, I would just skip this and just buy those Kindra separately as a one. Uh, those are actually expensive right now. <laughs> what about you, Shimu? What's your feeling uh, with Dragon Majesty? I don't know why we're calling it Dragon Majesty. Like, all the dragons were pretty bad, to be honest. <laughs> Water came out on top. Really. Yeah. We got Kingdra and Quagsire. Slightly biased, but honestly, those two just kind of suppressed a lot of the other stuff, in my opinion. Like, yeah. like a lot of the dragons, like, yeah, you got, you got Altaria. Altaria's cool. It's good. It's just not much else really came out of this. Yeah, like, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say 5 out of 10, just because I think, honestly, I... I'm still hyped about that Quagsire. That's going to help out a lot of decks in the long run. Yeah. Depending on what water stuff we get. No, there's other stuff coming up soon that's going to be fun to play around with. Especially in water. And this will help them. So, Excellent. Well, guys, that's it. That's the review for Dragon and Majesty. You guys, please let us know what you think. Send us your emails. Tell us what is your favorites or not favorite cards from Dragon Majesty. And if you completely disagree with us, just let us know. That's what we're here for. It is for a great Pokemon discussion. Now, we're going to take a small break, and once we come back, we're going to tackle your emails, and of course, finish with everyone's favorite and Shamu's first Pokemon 15 questions. So, we'll be right back. 
Yo, it's your boy Guzma, and it's time to break down the deck of the episode. And we are back. This is Trainer Smail. I'm going to discuss you guys' emails sent to us. Thank you so much. So let's go ahead and quick. We only have a couple of them today, so let's just go ahead and tackle them real quick. First one comes from Daryl EV, and he says, What up, you beautiful people? I hope everyone's enjoying the coverage of the unofficial Puckle TCG tournament, or TUPT for short. That's the unofficial tournament that the Really Be has organized. We're all participating. It's been a lot of fun. Now, continue on with the email. Well, now for the mailback question. What tag team GX do I think will be the most ridiculously paired together? Ditto and Mew. Just stealing everyone's attack. But I'm personally excited to see what they come up with. We already seen that they're doing Mimikyu and Gengar, so it seems like they're pairing some really good Pokemon together. Well, everyone, I hope uh, you have a fun and quick little announcement. I'm moving the deck of the episodes over to the Facebook page. It's a little easier for me, and I think it will be easier for everyone to comment in on in there. I agree. Uh, we discussed this. We want to move them from Reddit over to the Facebook. Uh, I'm also going to put together a deck list dump, if that's alright with people. Well, I hope everyone had a good show, and good luck with the tournament, The Really V, signing out. So thank you so much, The Really V. Of course, <laughs> The Really V has been an active and wonderful uh, member of our community. He's constantly letting uh, updating the Facebook group with all the newest news, and also he makes all our deck of the episodes, which it's been a while since we have one, actually. I have to come back to that um, for you guys. Now... Um, he suggested the question of the week last time around was, uh, what tag team Pokemon do you think should be bun together? Um, he's saying Mew and Ditto, which is interesting. Really quick, Shamu, if you had two Pokemon you want to tag team, which ones would it be? Can I have four? And did they all the Oracorio? <laughs> <laughs> that would be my dream. That would be a dream indeed. This is four, it's a tag team foursome. Uh, what about you, Sigma? What's your uh, dream tag team? So I was tempted to cheat at this and say, I don't know, Zoroark Break and Greenwich Break GX tag team. <laughs> you know, that was confirmed today. <laughs> so let's go with Tapu Lele and Jirachi GX combo. Tapu Lele and Jirachi. Double supporter. That, yeah, double support. It's like find two supporters yep. on your deck. Interesting. Uh, I, I didn't think this through as you guys did. I'm just pointing out my two favorite Pokemon I Jolteon and Gengar. Um, <laughs> but of course, Mimikyu and Gengar is a thing, so so much for that. Now let's finish up with the last email. Take it away, Sigma. All right. Hey, hey, Mr. J and the rest of the crew. Doc McStuffle sliding into the mailbag last minute. Big <laughs> shout out to Evie, Sukio, and the rest of the guys who put together an official, unofficial tournament for us. Yeah. Sure. Jushiro, I was hoping you would lose the first round of the tournament. So I could, <laughs> of course. So I could finally play against you. But I am equally thrilled to be playing against Shamu. Lose, the loser bracket is the place to be. <laughs> oh, I have boy. to say, really, really quick mention right here. That match, that tournament match between me and Shamu was one oh for the books. It was literally, it ended up coming down to just a Guzma. Who got Guzma first, got yep. the match. We went oh, wow. through three games. I won the first game. Then Shimu won the second game. And the third game came out head-to-head -head up to the very end. And it ended out whoever 
draw a Guzma first, and I was just the lucky bee who who drew a, who drew it first and won the game. If it yeah. weren't for that, I would have lost as well. What an excellent game! It so, was great. It was really good. So anyway, continue on, Sigma. I think the tag team GXs are fun. Hopefully, with more people switching to non GX decks, I think these cards are a good way to keep people keep the games and the meta at a faster pace. I love the news about Gengar Mimikyu combo, but now, literally two minutes before writing this, I'm reading rumor of Greninja, Zoroark, and Buzzwolf Aramosa combos. Just please know, we already have those <laughs> mons too much. I need fresh faces and fun pairings. Yuck. Let's see a tag team of an Alolan Pokemon with their non-Alolan counterpart. Persian, Muk, Marowak, you name it, I'm in. That's well, great, yeah. this turned into an exhausting email. Hopefully, <laughs> read better. Later, fellas. D mixed ups. Yeah, thanks, Doc. Um, I like his idea pairing the Alolan so with the non-Alolan forms. That's actually a pretty good idea. Notice, guys, that we didn't cover any news this time. As you guys know, the format of our review episodes is that we don't. As you can see, this episode has been a long one, so we don't cover news. But next episode, we will cover the new tag teams, and we're going to talk all about them, and you're going to have more information regarding them, so stay tuned for that. Um, any last words, guys, regarding the emails? Mm, not on my end, no. No. Oh, there we go. Well, that's it. That's the end of the emails. Thank you so much for writing in. Now we're going to move on to the last part of this the, the episode, and if, of course... Everyone's favorite Pokemon 15 question. Who's that Pokemon where we going to indict our boy Shamu into the game? So we'll be right back. Who's that Pokemon? And we are back, guys, to Who's That Pokemon? Pokemon 15 questions. The rules are simple. Lower your browsers, no Pokedexes, no 3DSs. It's just your brain, your noggin. Questions related to the Pokedex are not allowed. Uh, for example, if this Pokemon is between numbers X and Y, that does not count. Po uh, questions regarding external sources, as in, for example, um, non-lore-based uh, questions are not allowed as well, just such as, like, does, does this Pokemon appear in hard gold, so silver? That's not a question that is allowed. You just focus on what is on the game. So with that being said, the order is real simple. It starts with Sigma first, then Shemu, then goes back to Sigma. Uh, you have 15 questions to guess, and of course, one of those questions has to be the guest. You only have one try. If you guess wrong, you lose the game. So with that, let's go ahead and start. Are you ready, Shamu? Uh, so we can't do number, but can we do? We can do region still. You can do yeah. regions, correct? Okay. Yes. Okay. Just can't do the exact number. Okay. Correct. Can't do numbers or can't do like region specific to a version, for example, like the, the Johto from Gold and Silver is not the same Johto as Hard Gold or Silver. But you, yeah, can't, yeah. you can't ask specifically about that. Now, with that being said, let's go ahead and start. Sigma, who's that Pokemon? So, can this Pokemon hatch from an egg? It cannot. Oh. Um. Is this Pokemon a legendary? Nope. Okay. Go for Sigma. Is this Pokemon dual-typed? Nope. Go for Shimu. Um... <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think. Would would this 
Pokemon's type be considered special before, or in Gen 2 or earlier? No. Okay. Alright. So, it's fairy or physical? See, that question, I'm going to allow it now because it just answered it, but I think that's a question that we going forward we might not, because it's a very, it's a gen-related question, and those are I mean, outside... It is the same question as asking is, does Eevee evolve into this type? True. Okay. You're, yeah, you're right. And is it dragon? <laughs> it's that question at the same time. Yeah. Okay. I tried to figure out a way to word it, and it was just like, that was the way I could. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. You're, and it's not the first time someone, it's just me thinking right now, it's like, that's a generation question. I don't know if I should allow it going yeah. forward. Anyway, continue on. It's your turn, Sigma. Usually I ask if it shares a type with an evolution, and that gets those. But uh, yeah, what I want to know is, does this Pokemon have an immunity based on its typing? Yes. Okay. Go for Shimu. Uh, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to get all the steel. Yeah, so it's, it could be steel, it could be fairy. No, wait, a fairy's a uh... ghost. It could be a fairy or ghost, too. Fairy, ground, ghost, steel, normal is what I have. Um, is this Pokemon weak to fighting? No. So I take oh. out normal and uh, steel. Um, okay. Well, sadly, the others I don't think share anything. <laughs> Ooh. So, hmm. I guess we should find out if this is Was a poison Pokemon. special? I can't remember. Uh, poison doesn't have an immunity, so. Oh, that's true. Never mind. Yeah. Um, flying does, though. But then again, it's not flying, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's like we ruled out legendaries, so it's not flying. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's ask, can this Pokemon evolve? It can. I mean, no, it can't. Okay. So it is an, very likely an evolved Pokemon. So it can't be hatched, and it can't evolve further. Yeah, so it should be an evolved... And it's not a legendary. So it's like a... And it can't be Fionn. So, so we've got, essentially, it's a ghost, fairy, or ground type? That's what I have, yes. Um, And they're pure type. The natural type. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to think of ways we can eliminate this further. How many questions are we at? You are at question number eight. You're still you're still <laughs> Oh. Oh. Yeah. Um Luckily there's really not that many mono ghost family well, there's three. Could it be that would be the Cofagrigus line. Oh, four. <laughs> oh, uh, mischievous line. Uh, Dustclops and Shuppet. Well, Dustclops line, Bayonet line. Uh, Ooh. Gonna need the no. question. I, I'm, try, I, I'm trying to think. It's, uh, I, I, I'm Goddamn. <laughs> it's okay. I don't... Um... 
What could it be? I, I, I'm just like... Ah. Let's see. Um, Is it a fairy type? Nope. Alright, so ground and ghost. Uh, is this a... Lot, is this an evolution line with three stages? Nope. Okay. So it's, it's rid of a, a couple. So it's, so it's a two stage. It's a stage one, yeah. What ground types are stage one? Uh, that's a good question. So many of them. A uh, Don fan. Don fan <laughs> one. Um, because depending which is more. I don't think there are any in. Oh, Doug Trio is one. Doug Trio is one. Yeah. Um. Let's see. I can think that's, of three ghost lines. Um. Well, there was four because he had. Well, oh, no, 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 just no, Yeah, just collapse is gone. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Uh, sand slash is a possibility. Yeah. Maybe so, ask if it. Ooh. Could, could, Does it have? Is there multiple forms of this Pokemon, maybe? Question is, is that, uh, it's uh, Shamu's turn, right? Yeah. yeah. No. yeah. yeah but no, that I'm, would get rid of things like Dusclops, or not Dusclops, but that would get rid of Banet because it has a Mega Form. That's true, and, yeah. And it would get rid of anything with Alolan Forms as well. Yeah, no. Did they have an alternate form of any kind? It does not. Okay. So that gets rid of Shep. That gets rid that's considered a trio... Yeah, it gets rid of Dugtrio, gets rid of Sandslash. Yeah, Sandslash too. So we still have Donphan, we still have... Kofagrugus, we still have Mischievous. Mischievous. I feel like we're missing something. Uh, I'm sure we're missing a ground type up there somewhere. Yeah. That said, mono ground types really don't exist. Oh, Hippowdon. Uh, Hippowdon. Oh, Hippowdon. <laughs> oh, no. Mudstale's too... Um, Mudstail is a possibility as well. Yeah. Uh, we could ask. If Should we split it, the type again? Um, I was thinking maybe it, asking if it was in Alola, but that only gets rid of Mistress, so I guess that doesn't matter. Um, I need a question, Sigma. It's, yeah, let's ask if it's a ghost type. Is this a ghost type? It is a ghost type. Oh, okay. Well, that gets rid of all those annoying ground types we had to think about. Yeah. The ghosts in Gen 6 were all dual type. Ghosts in Gen 5, we have Kofagrigus, and I think the other one's Litwick, and that's dual type. Um, Gen 7 is also not heavy in ghost types. I don't even know if they Oh no! Wait, Gen Seven. Uh, <laughs> Gen, yeah. Gen Seven is like Delmise, so that's not important. Oh. Delmise and McHugh—they're both dual types already. Yeah, they're both. Oh well, can't breed or well, can't hatch from an egg. Yeah, there's a lot of things problems with that. So, I think we're down to two. Copper Grigus and Mr. Viss. Do we evolve or, with Miss Magus? I mean, but, yeah. yeah. Um, can't do that. So, 
evolve with Deathstone? Yeah. Does it evolve with the Deathstone? It does not? No, it doesn't. Okay. So that's that's... Um, uh, does this Pokemon in... have the mummy ability? <laughs> it does. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> it's like, is <laughs> yeah, it is Copper Gigas. Congratulations, guys. You got it in question number 14. You're yeah, uh, <laughs> another ghost type. <laughs> yeah, there you go, guys. Well, thank you so much for being here. Of course, guys, you at home that are listening, thank you so much for being and participating with us in this podcast. Uh, if you like what you hear, please remember, you're not the only show. We have the flagship show, Puckle Podcast, every Monday with Thatch. Do not miss out on that, as well as we do have the Battlecast and the uh, Game Corner with uh, Snag. Now, very important. I have a secret missions for your, all of you Pokolonians, and I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, and I, maybe I'll add that at the beginning as well. I have a mission. Mission is simple. Guys, go to iTunes and review us. Not, not Because this is a new channel, which you're listening to, uh, called Puckle Plus, uh, and it's a brand new channel with... Uh, barely any reviews and we really would greatly uh, appreciate more reviews because the more reviews you give us the more up we go and more visibility we have so more people can enjoy these puckle goodness of our podcast so go ahead to itunes review us give us uh hopefully five stars uh and let us know what you think it really does help you so go go my peeps go and review us but also Remember that we also have our Facebook group at um, Facebook.PuckoPodcast, which is the main group. And then we also have PuckoTCG, which is the TCG exclusive group on Facebook. Go to our Twitter and follow us at at PuckoPodcast. Please go to our Twitch, ThePuckoPodcast.tv. There you can see me and Thatch. Uh, uh, streaming every week, please do. It's a lot of fun, and I really enjoy my time with you guys. Lastly, uh, but certainly not least, we have our Patreon. If you have the extra income, please go ahead and be uh, subscribe us as, uh, as a Patreon. Every single set that you guys give us, go right back to the community. That's how we maintain all the goodness and all the prizes and all the events that we do. Is thanks to you guys. And we have our Discord where you will find someone to talk about Paco uh, and Pokemon 24 hours a day. So please join us. The link to getting into our Discord is in every single um, uh, description in every podcast. So please go ahead and join us there. And with that, it's the end of the episode. Sigma, as always, thank you so much for being here. It's been a majestic pleasure. It really wasn't. <laughs> as, at least this, when it comes to the set. But with you, yes, it was majestic as always. And then Shemu, welcome and thank you so much for joining the TCG cast family. Oh, no problem. I'm glad I actually made it to this one. Yeah. <laughs> and with that, guys, you can already hear the guitar. The guitar in the background. So, until next time.
Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi. I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.